Thanks for joining in with me, everyone. I hope everybody is doing well and in good health and prospering. We're going to have to really look beyond the smokescreen of how we are so distracted these days. We are so very distracted. And when I think back to the recession in that time in 2008, when things got a little tight with our life here in America, it broadsided us. I think about how the housing bubble grew. I think about how the loans were given out so easily without background checks. I think about how we were spending so foolishly. I wouldn't consider myself in that category at that particular time because the recession really didn't affect me. And yes, it affects all of us in ways, but it affected me less because at that time I was living below my means and really had no choice, which was a blessing. But I see it again, how we are set up to take a fall. And if you ask me, and I'm not a doomsayer, I'm not a guy who comes around and says, oh yes, you know, the sky is falling, we're all doomed, but we doom ourselves. When you drive a vehicle, it's mandatory that you have insurance. Many of us have insurance, and we don't get in accidents, but we have to have the insurance just in case. When you're an officer of the law, now you know how I feel about those guys, I'm going to state it this way, you have a weapon, and in a perfect world, you can have a successful career as a police officer in a perfect world, on paper, without ever firing your weapon. We have to insure ourselves and hold ourselves down. And while I can tell you, oh, we need to stock up on six months of food, oh, we need to stock up on, you know, at least six months of water, if something really jumped off right now, the most of us would be in trouble. And it, it frightens me. It really frightens me. It frightens me because maybe I can admit that I'm not all the way ready, but I see it. And I am preparing. But who knows when it's going to hit. And some people say, well, you can't live in fear, just trust in God and so and so. Yes, but, you know, you're told to seek knowledge. You're told to be on top of things. And too many religious people out here, just they live in a certain way and they're not even concerned with ensuring their lives because we live in uncertain times. Even the United States government recently said, and I can't give you the exact dates. If you want and you can't find it, I'll research it. But it did happen. They made an announcement in November and in December. And they said to prepare for the electrical grid to the power, the power grid to be under attack and possibly be disabled. Now, a couple of weeks ago, Mrs. Skurv and I made a video on the blackout of 1977 in New York City. Just New York City. The blackout didn't last forever, didn't last for six months. The surrounding areas were okay. But as soon as those lights went out, the people went crazy. Their stomachs were full, but they still ran to break into stores and take things that didn't belong to them. And it was a heat wave and we had the son of Sam out there, the killer. Check that video out. Scroll down, you'll see it. 
But it made me think because I experienced that. What if the electrical grid went down in the United States from coast to coast and there were no cell phones that would work? So you couldn't call your loved ones even in the same city when this thing jumps off. Look at the amount of guns that we have out here. What happens if food is not available? Your food stores run down. There are no foods in the supermarkets. You say, well, I'll leave the country. How? With no electrical grid and no flights going out. Healthcare. Yes, most hospitals have their own generators, but what about a person at home who can't get to their medication or can't get to use some type of gadget to maintain their health? Are the police going to be there? Not that I'm thinking they're going to protect me. <laughs> they might start shooting black people at that point and getting away with it. But who's going to protect you? You have to protect yourself. When people become hungry, after about three days, they will kill for food because most are not disciplined. Thank God I'm a vegan. I eat lots of good food, but I can eat less and not feel the effects because I'm not so addicted to these, to these low-nutrition, high-calorie foods, food stuff. Most can't run, most can't jump, most can't walk beyond a certain point. Most can't master themselves because they haven't disciplined themselves to master themselves. And this is a thought that really hit me yesterday when I was deep in meditation thinking about this. We've wrecked ourselves physically and we think that we're living in luxury. We want to do less. We're so spoiled we go to the fast food joint and order some food stuff and stuff ourselves, undernourishing ourselves, overfeeding ourselves. But can we live without electricity? Yes, we can and better. But are we prepared to do that? And how will we react en masse when somebody kicks your door in in the middle of the night not to get your money, but to see if you have any food. Because when hunger hits, we turn into different people. This is something that's worth thinking about. Because too many of us are spoiled. Yet we throw off on the Sentinelese, the black people over there in that island in the Indian Ocean. We throw off on them and say, oh, they are so primitive. Well, what's so primitive about them? If the electrical grid goes out, will it bother them? We've got to get in a Sentinelese state of mind where we take ourselves away from these so-called amenities. And I say so-called because they're killing us. The remote controls, the microwaves, the cars. How many of us can ride bikes? What happens when there's no gas delivered to the gas station anymore? What happens when you can't drive your car? And would you want to as you hear gunshots all over the place of people getting killed because they're so desperate? Yeah, one day, two days, but a month, two months, 
you're terrorized when nightfall comes. Wouldn't that be the perfect ploy to bring in martial law? And with all of the dead bodies that would come around that we, we are responsible for because of our lack of preparedness, they come in and you best believe they're not coming to the hood to protect anybody. Oh, trust and believe they will go to the affluent communities that have money that are non-melanated to protect them. But it's the perfect ploy for population control because then things are undocumented because they know how we will turn in on each other. And you think this can't happen in the great America. Well, look what happened in New Orleans, Louisiana, when Hurricane Katrina rolled by. Look what happened, how police were killing people, how we had black people drowned out and, and, and on their rooftops and not being saved and left that way. With all the money that they give out to everybody else, with all the aid they give to everybody else, with all the money they ship out to the Jews. Look what happened over there. And you say it can't happen. Look at certain parts of Detroit, Michigan, how it's like a cancer eating away. I just read an article just now in the Orlando Sentinel, and it said that layoffs are at an all-time high in certain industries here in Central Florida, although they say overall the economy is booming and unemployment is down. We can be selective with our numbers. But when something happens as far as a recession leading into a depression, you got to look at those areas that have those bubbles because it's going to be more evident in those areas. So they say that the economy is booming and unemployment is down, yet and still we're having massive layoffs here. The article is there. I'll post it if I can remember, but trust and believe that's what's happening. Don't believe the propaganda of what they put out there. Open your eyes and look around to see what's really going on. And just ask yourself, are you prepared? And some people want to stick their head in the sands of denial. But just like those strippers and just like what they say in the strip clubs, face down, backside up. So the more you stick your face into the sands of denial is the more your backside is perched up and ready to be screwed over because you don't want to face certain things. You're going to have to understand that they're going to be loved ones in your inner circle or in your families who don't want to hear stuff like this. They're going to have to get up and prepare for themselves. They're going to be defenseless just like anybody else. And when stuff jumps off, say, for example, if that happened, because I don't trust this government. This government is a wicked government. And so for those of you who are still in denial about that, stay in denial about that and wait for a bus that never comes. Because if you ask me, they put this out there to wash their hands of something or an event that happens in the near future. Why would they say that? When they have all of this technology that can protect this place. But remember, there's a lot of blood on the hands of America and they know that people understand this. So they're going to use it to their advantage. They put this out. They can say that a power outage nationwide is a terrorist act and somebody else will have to take responsibility for it and so they can do what they do. I suspect another inside job 
because then we'll turn on each other. Look at the movie Purge. Look at the things that they put out in Hollywood and in the media, entertainment sectors to season your mind and get you ready for certain things. Just a thought. And maybe I'm guilty of connecting dots that shouldn't be connected. But my mind is always on point, scanning, looking over the horizon and connecting things and seeing what's happening. I mean, if you come into a non-vegan household and go into the kitchen and you see eggs and you see cheese and you see milk, well, hell, pretty much you're making you're making a, an omelet, right? If I see spaghetti and I see olive oil and I see some seasoning, well, you, you're going to make a, a pasta dish. I see Parmesan cheese. Come on now. Open your eyes. And this is why they're throwing so many things at us to distract us so we don't see. We bow our heads in prayer to the smartphone and we're pretty much putting things in our head that don't make any sense, that don't engage us with each other in the world around us. We are blinded. We're zombified and moves are being made in big places to take us out and we can't see it. How far can you run? How long can you go without food? Can you ration your own food and show some discipline? Can you face seeing your loved one shot dead in front of you and have the wherewithal to keep moving? It's going to come to that, y'all. All of you in the church who, oh, well, the Lord's going to save me. Well, then read your Bible and see the terrible things that have happened. Just look at the news over the years and look at the things that have happened in other countries and you think that it can't happen here. Look how we're terrorized as black people and we're called crazy for thinking and speaking the things that we do while they're in denial. We are a people in denial. But again, I say we need to get into a Sentinelese state of mind. I don't want your luxuries. I have them here, but I don't use them. I use them at a bare minimum. They call them people primitive. But look at us. And I won't even say us like me. But look at that group of people that wherever they go, they're raising hell all over the world. Wherever they have gone, they have raped and robbed and stole. And it's worse than what their history books told. And they will still slant it in a certain manner to make it seem like they're the heroes and you need me. We don't need the oppressor to live. We need to get out of his places and let him have it. And when the doom comes to him, don't come to us. But it's our love for his trinkets and toys and baubles and rubies that are going to draw us in like that piece of cheese on the mousetrap to the mouse. We got to learn to let go. But we love it so much. I'm going to get my pension. I got to get that new Lexus. And for those who have pensions, what happens when that shuts down? Because there's no money in the bank anymore. Go on the, if you have half a million dollars in the bank, go on and say you want to take out $250,000 and, and, and give them the denomination of how you want it. They're going to tell you, we don't have that. It's all imaginary. It's play money. It doesn't exist. What's the value behind it? What's the value 
behind having a thousand dollars in your pocket and there's no food. The grid goes off and we we exhaust our stores and there's no food. Say you got a million dollars in your pocket and there's no food. Can you buy or compromise with hunger? Say here, hunger. Here's two thousand dollars. Go away. No, you're gonna have to eat. So at that point, what has more value? So you put value in your money and you have no resources backing it up. You have nothing of value backing it up because you spent your whole life going after something that didn't mean any damn thing. Your status then. Last thing on your mind is to go to the beauty parlor and take care of that weave when you have no food. Isn't that something? Those who push their nose up especially white Americans and the oppressors worldwide who would go and say, oh, we need to go to the Sentinelese and, and bring them the gospel of Jesus Christ. And after a while, half of the people are Batiman. After a while, they're drug addicted. After a while, they act in a manner that's outside of their nature because of what you brought. And don't mention the diseases. They say that black folks on the Sentinelese Island, which is the size of Manhattan in New York City, is like paradise. There's no crime. They build their structures. There's peace and order and respect, and they are specimens of health. Ain't nobody taking Viagra or steroids. Ain't no dentists out there. But they all got perfect, beautiful teeth, complexions, bodies that very few could attain, even if they had access to in a time to go to the, to, to the spa or the health club or the gym every single day. And you call that primitive? They don't have any mortgages. Imagine that. Most of you are mortgage poor, house poor, paying a mortgage and your refrigerator is empty. And they have an abundance of fruits and vegetables and vegetation, togetherness, and order. And you call them primitive. I don't see the Sentinelese committing suicide, but you call them primitive. But you can't wait to get over there and mess it up like you've messed up the rest of the world. Now you have most people who are aware on point and many who are living in fear because you, how you've destroyed the natural order. So when you say, oh, you're a nut scurve for saying being prepared, be prepared for an artificial system to drop. It's not natural. It's going to drop one day. If not that way, then another way. But you've replaced nature, the creator's nature with something artificial made by man and you're going to suffer the consequences. Yet I'm wrong for saying I want to be prepared. I don't want to be here anymore. I would like to go. ASAP. Yes, I am still partially trapped in the system, but those shackles are loosening up every day. Mentally, I'm gone. And it's so-called primitive as you say those people are, that's what I righteously envy. Because when the stock market crashes, the Sentinelese won't feel it. When the electrical grid goes down, the Sentinelese won't feel it. They don't need it. They don't use it. We've got to stop thinking that 
this so-called civilized way of living is civilized. If it's really civilized, why do we have so many people having nervous breakdowns? Why do we have so many people having heart attacks? Why do we have so many people having anxiety attacks? That's the fruit. Those are the benefits of living, the fruits and the benefits of living in this society. Then I don't want it. You work from can't see morning to can't see night to pay for your house or your apartment and it goes up in price. You put yourself in a hole because pride told you you have to have this vehicle. Now, some places you have to have a car. I understand that. But get something you can afford. Live below your means. But you get caught up in the imagery and it's killing you. You're not enjoying life. You've got to call in and lie and say you're sick to get a day off. And while you're home, you can't even enjoy being home because you're thinking, oh, I've got to make this money for this. And I've got to make your home and take a day off. And all you do is talk to bill collectors all day. What kind of life is that? Why can't I wake up free like a bird, free like the so-called animals out in the wild? They're looking at us and saying we're animals and we're wild because we're not operating in the manner that we should be operating under. We're supposed to be the best, the highest creatures of the land, but we kill each other for no reason. And you say that's a society you want to be a part of? This racist, animalistic, primitive society and a president like Donald Trump says these other countries are shithole countries? Then if a place like the Sentinelese will fall under the category of being a shithole country, why do you want to go in there so bad? Because wherever black people are, there are always resources. And you think this place is so honest. And George Bush talked about, oh, we got to go uh, to Iraq to find the weapons of mass destruction. Where are they? You turn your head to that one. Where are they? You didn't find them. You got blood on your hands. And I'm supposed to back behind this country? No, I can't stand the leadership. I can't stand this place. The land didn't do anything to me because as black people, we're indigenous to the whole planet. But this rule, this rule that was pushed on us, this order that we were born into, that we didn't have nothing to do with creating. Do you really want true freedom, black people? Then leave this white man's trinkets and his order alone and run, run, run. It's a whole different state of mind that they have. They are the virus of the world. You know, when you're feeling good, you say you have a nice weekend and you start to cough. Uh Oh, I feel like I'm coming down with something the same way the earth is. And that's why the weather is getting crazy. I know there's manipulation with the weather. I know we can't tell what is and what, what's not, but something's up, y'all. We're drilling into the ground. Brother Keston the other day and I were talking, and he was saying how it hurts him every time they drive something down in the ground to build these highways up. It hurts me, too. It hurts me when I see how they're cutting down all of these trees to build these structures because of corporate greed. We can build a structure there that can house a thousand families and make lots of money and cram them in traffic and pollution and people glorifying this stuff like yes this is going to be built up it's going to be really nice you want to be around that 
And let the grid go out when you have so many people packed up on each other. And you tell me how uh, uh, how much of a luxurious lifestyle you're living then. I don't want to depend on anything artificial. I want to have it where I just depend on the creator. I have some space, several miles, 30, 40, 50, maybe 100 miles. I'll be taken care of well because that's the natural order of things. We're walking on a dangerous precipice and don't even know it. Like a man walking across a tightrope with no safety net on a very windy day. But we're going about life, la, 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 thinking everything's okay. But just heed my words. It may not rain, but just make sure to take that umbrella. You may not get that girl pregnant, but make sure to wear a condom. It'll protect you from diseases. You may not get hungry later on, but take a little something with you to eat. What is wrong with being prepared? You can't even remember a phone number now. You know it. Get on Facebook. Oh, well, I lost my phone, so I'm just telling everybody who, who you know, uh, just send me a number. <laughs> I'm guilty of it, too. But this is why I know to pull myself away from that. Want to hear your comments, folks. We have a wonderful, uh, uh, busy weekend this weekend. We're going into Jacksonville to do some videotaping Saturday. Sunday morning, we have an interview with our dear sister, Lisa Cabrera. We have three masks on Monday night, and I have something else set up. So we're going to have a very productive and busy weekend, and I hope to push out some really good content that's dignified, empowering, and powerful so let me know and if you have anybody you need to interview or want to share your story you can always reach out to me 407-590-0755 but again there's nothing wrong with being prepared your life will depend on it thank you peace <laughs>